I got to check out the Penny Arcade Expo. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. So what's that? Is that like uh, uh, some sort of like arcade? No, place? no. Believe it or, or not, play it... some some arcade games. No, pop a quarter? no, no. It's the northeast branch of the RNC. The Republicans came in in full force, and they no kidding. That is the Penny <laughs> Arcade Expo, uh, PAX, as it's also known. That is the gaming convention that comes to Boston. Uh, well, several different points around the world, but PAX East comes to Boston specifically, giving us the, the best lowdown. One. Oh, easily, easily, easily the easily. best one. Yep, on all the latest games and gaming-related fare that's coming up in the next year. And, dude, it's always an awesome time. I had an awesome time. Yep. You were there in effect, too, my friend. Full effect, and it was amazing. Definitely the best PAX experience I've had before. Uh, All the previous ones, I only went there for, like, a day. And and it's kind of hard to get your full fill on the PAX experience in just one day. It's it's almost impossible just because of how big... The event is Freaking it's just huge dude it completely uh eclipses uh what was it anime boston's been here for a while anime and boston's for suckers man okay and PAX, it's small potatoes uh, just, just the first year i think it rivaled anime boston and ever since then it's just done astronomical numbers beyond that oh yeah definitely um cats think conventions and especially in boston where you think a lot of stuff comes through here it's like yeah but there's like boston comic-con which well it's no new york comic-con okay fine you've got anime boston well it's no Oricon. fine pax is like twice the size yeah. of all of them and, and the be- it's amazing yeah, um, and the best part about it is that unlike uh the comic-con that was here mm-hmm. uh it's not at it's definitely commercialized but it's not like you don't get that instant feeling that you're kind of being a little bit ripped off. You're actually there is something for you to do. There's a lot of free stuff, and there's always something fun, something interesting for you to engage in. Whether it be playing board games, playing games that haven't been released, playing a bunch of awesome indie games, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, going into a plethora of panels. They have concerts that are playing. Yeah, full uh, coverage, dude. I'm glad you mentioned that too because it's one of those. It's one of those. Uh, uh, places you can go where, yes, there is marketing present, but you never feel like you're being directly uh, marketed to. It's not imposing in that sense. It's just there for you to take advantage if you want to take advantage, and it's really meant for the enthusiasts. Yep. You know, I dig the hell out of it. Uh, Herb, you're a little quiet over there, man. Are you a gamer in any respect? Oh, dude, I put so much time into Final Fantasy games, like, but not anymore. I don't play Square that was there. Games. Oh, wow. Okay, sorry. Square sorry. was there, man. Uh, dude. Her- Herb's, Herb's too cool for us now. Oh, man, uh, but, I don't have the time. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you, buddy. All right, well, okay, we'll turn it over. Ginny, are you... Oh, wow, she got, oh. the, she got the deer in the headlights look right there. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we're talking Eyes about, lit up. We're talking about the Penny Arcade Expo. Yeah. Are you familiar with... Uh, well, first of all, are you a gamer? I'm not a gamer. Okay. Um, But I typically date nerds, so I have been to, <laughs> I've been to PAX a few times. Oh, how, how are so you, you not a gamer? You ran a game show. You run, you run a game show. You're this a different true. kind of game, I think. All right. Well, uh, PAX is all-encompassing. It also takes advantage yes. of yeah, interactive games. Yeah, you know, if PAX and... wanted to book old-school game show, I bet people would love us. Mm, well, hint, hint. We do know <laughs> a few of the people that could possibly make that happen with the right conversations. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. I have no clue what you're talking about. You have no... What? Really? Do I? Uh, well, I, I thought you did. Okay, my bad. I, okay, I'm in space I, I now. I'm, I'm alone in people I know, apparently, but we'll, we'll talk <laughs> off air, I guess, and see, and see what kind Herb of you know, meeting Found we can Fantasy, and I'm just thinking Chocobos. Uh, oh, well, okay, well, okay, let's get let's get into that then, because, dude, yep. at this year's convention, yes. okay, you said you've been. Were you in attendance in uh, in the most recent packs? 
No, not this last one. Ah, yeah. okay. You missed some stellar, stellar Definitely, activity. Definitely some great stuff, especially yeah. with the indies. Now, there's... You'll, you'll get your big giant monsters for gaming booths, so you'll get your Microsoft and your Sony, uh, Square, as I said before. Bethesda was there. Mm-hmm. I'd, I don't recall seeing them beforehand, but they were there in full effect, uh, and other big companies. But mm-hmm. to me, the the absolute attraction was with the indies. Oh, I thought uh, you were going to say Overwatch. The indies... Uh, Overwatch you... was there, and you know I've already played Overwatch. Uh, you and... played Overwatch. This was new to me. Oh, it was new to you. Well, dude, they brought out monster trucks and Lamborghinis. I had to get a taste. I heard. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't try any of that, but oh, I heard okay. about it. All right. Um, okay. Do you you need dig... to share. Well, well, okay. Well, dig this. Overwatch is uh, one, of the, one, of the, uh, one of the biggest games uh, in the market today, and their presence at PAX was huge. Not only was their presence huge, but they went out of their way to make sure like, they went above and beyond in their marketing, to the point where they partnered with Uber mm-hmm. and offered rides to, well, Uber, general Uber rides, but Uber rides in their, uh, in their rented vehicles. What they brought to uh, the convention this year was they brought uh, two uh, bright pink uh, buggies, like dune buggy-style buggies, mm-hmm. which people could ride in, a Lamborghini uh, painted uh, in the Overwatch colors and w- driven by a driver dressed like one of the characters. Uh, Tracer, the so, mo- the current... Uh, so someone cosplaying as Tracer. Someone cosplaying yeah, as Tracer. We talked about this like two sh- shows ago we or did. something like that. The character has been um, under some controversy because uh, there's been a lot of complaints that, oh, they're butt-ass naked from the waist down. It's like, no, that's just a character skin. It not, no, they're butt-ass naked. naked. It was, it was okay. the crack. Okay, fine. She had a, Too much she had butt a clearly crack defined butt crack. Yeah. So that's specific who was driving this one and then my personal favorite they had two monster trucks nice mm-hmm. two custom monster trucks that would reaper please two. tell me reaper was driving one of them uh, i didn't see the driver's van ah uh, should well, have been reaper well you had to call the ubers and that those had to be the ones that accepted the ride when i called an uber i got some random guy named phil Damn. driving an escort <laughs> it, was, it was it was it was lame but i'm sorry i kind of stepped <laughs> did out. he I offer kinda, you gum or something at he, least? he offered me bottled water and some breath mints so i think That's he was trying to send bad. me a message no it's like all right so you're like, you're oh, getting the vip oh, treatment what am i trying to say that's what it sounds like uh, <laughs> and the vip treatment from blizzard every, 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 oh, everyone loves me it's like okay so yeah you um now go ahead and push your seat back a little farther there buddy like but 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 oh. did you ride in a lamborghini by the way i did well, look look at the size of me I'm, I'm i'm six feet tall i can't fit in a lamborghini yeah. I would right. fit perfectly in a Lamborghini. I'm just saying. Yeah, but you're fun size, you know. So you can <laughs> like throw in there. You can you can drive a Lamborghini just like you know sitting there tooling down Mass Ave. <laughs> all right, so all right, yeah, there there you, was some big some big companies there with their big games, and you get plenty of uh, they get plenty of uh, no and and marketing behind it. But uh, yeah. there's also plenty of small games that make a big splash. Yeah, dude, tell me about the indies, man, because you, you you've been talking about this for days. There, you haven't shut so up about many, it for days. Oh, man, there are so many. <laughs> How, where do I pick? So there's this one interesting. <laughs> so this game definitely threw me off. I wasn't expecting it. It's called Tok- uh, sorry, Tokyo 42. Mm-hmm. And this is by Mode 7, or at least I think it's Mode 7. But either way, the game is called Tok- uh, Tokyo 42. They also did Frozen Synapse and Frozen Synapse 2. So these are other games that they're uh, known for or, or associated with. Mm-hmm. Tokyo 42 is like a... 3D Grand Theft Auto, but the old school Grand Theft Auto. The top down. The top down, but it has a, a little bit more of an isometric view. So it's, um, and it's all very cubey. Like the buildings are very cubey, and mm-hmm. and your characters are very cubey. Like like you're you look like a stick figure, like a 3D stick figure, and all the people around you, like all the civilians, are all like 3D stick figures, and the cameras just pulled 
way back out there. So you're like this little tiny, little itty bitty stick figure, and you're running, th- running on the tops of these roofs. Mm-hmm. Um, roofs. Were you, were you like a Batman simulator? Uh, so or, or a matchstick man simulator? I'm, I'm assuming that you're in Tokyo and it's in the future, and everyone is. So all these buildings are above the clouds because these they're so tall, mm-hmm. and you're just running along the tops of these of these rooftops and everyone apparently everyone's hanging out on top of the roofs and they're they're doing their thing there's there's some weird stuff in there you'll see like a cube person that's streaking you'll see like random streakers like a little cat follows you around and stuff like that well no it's just, it's, you said it's japan so i assume there were naked people and, and like sentient cats everywhere <laughs> yes yes they're talking telling <laughs> stories of old but but it's basically like grand theft auto in in the sense that uh there you're out in the public and you have guns, and you can, if you want, just go crazy and shoot everyone. And the, the these little cube people will just panic. There's there's a, a story in there. Uh, there's uh, missions and, and objectives that you have to follow. And also has. Uh, I love how you say it like it's all secondary. Yeah, there's, there's a story in there too, yeah. and some stuff you actually have to do. But it, but it's basically it's it's got these shooter elements of like this old school Grand Theft Auto, like mm. Grand Theft Auto Two or or, or London. Um, I love but, that one. Nineteen sixty nine was amazing. Yes. Um. What, you, what I'm getting, from, I'm sorry, don't mean to yep. cut you off. What I'm getting from the description you're giving, though, is do you remember Retro City Rampage? Yes. Okay. Uh, it sounds almost exactly like that. Is that what uh, we're talking about here? Uh, it's kind of similar, except uh, there's a parkour system, and that's the other. <laughs> that's on, the other man. part to it. <laughs> what? Oh wow. All right. So so what 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 else did they throw into this kitchen sink of a game? Well, so so the parkour system not like crazy uh crazy elaborate it's just you know you jump around Mm -hmm. but the way the camera you do jump jump around jump up and get down yes (laughs) yes you jump up and jump down to various building perches uh uh and whatnot but it ties into the camera system so the camera uh keeps a uh particular angle so every time you hit the camera button it'll rotate 45 degrees in one direction so you get essentially eight viewpoints of the world itself, you're never you're never going to have control over the camera where uh, you can just tilt it and it'll the camera will move around a little bit or, or change the angle up or down or anything like that. It's snapping to these to these uh, particular views. So it's either you're seeing the world up, down, left, right, and everything because everything's cubic. It it fits visually. There's a game. Um, One thing: three D immersive fixed points. What, yes. What's this, what, what was this called again? Uh, Tokyo Forty Two. Okay, you don't know what engine they used by any chance, do you? Uh, yes, the guy made his own engine. You made it? Wow, okay. Because yep. I know Cast have tried to use, uh, tried to build the, stuff like that in the Unity engine, which I've worked with, and it is freaking hot. Like, fr- like, God, you will hate the world and everything in it <laughs> uh, after 10 minutes of trying to actually construct in this uh, hellish concoction. Um, I'll say debacle or cluster. F- uh, well, anyways, it's hard is what I'm getting <laughs> yep. at. Well, so that was... A very interesting game. Definitely on the radar. They have a long way to go with that, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, another awesome game. I have to give this one a major shout-out. Chasm. Love it, love it, love it. I've been interested in this game for three years now. I finally got a chance to play it ever since this old demo that they had lingering around. Mm-hmm. I completely demolished it, beat the boss and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy gave me a pat on the back because I was, like, the most badass person to oh, ever play their game. You kudos. Like, like, <laughs> you know, like, like, well done there, Sonny. And now you're like, now hey, I passed the level. <laughs> He's but, happy to plug it. <laughs> uh, the reason why I love it so much is it's basically a procedurally generated Castlevania, but the Castlevanias that are like Symphony of the Night style or, or the Game Boy Advance and the DS ones. So the good it's, ones yeah. it's a Metroidvania game, mm-hmm. but it's procedurally generated, but it's still 
interlocking and item gated and all of those things that you love it's 2d sprites it's beautiful um definitely definitely check it out uh i believe they did something interesting where they uh rendered everything at a very low resolution and then they blow it up they size it up so that it gives it that very authentic old school visual look it, it just looks phenomenal sounds great it plays sounds... amazing you you um there's there's another game that actually you checked out for us uh, adventures of pip it sounds like they used a similar mechanic uh yes but so adventures of pip was sort of focused on switching between the different sort of uh graphical assets so you you, you play as a, if you're fully devolved you're a cube yeah. if you level up you're you're a 8 bit character then a 16 bit character mm. uh no, no that let, let's was... let's ignore adventures of pip you like the adventures of pip though it's good but it's it doesn't have its own personality and and there's clearly some design uh issues that that they've had i think i mentioned that uh they had assets that didn't look like it quite fit into the game itself okay, i can see that <clears throat> whereas chasm everything absolutely fits within its own world it's it's very realized all right well um, i mean dude it sounds like you hated those and everything you saw i myself <laughs> no i myself uh, made it a point this year to cover as much of the tabletop floor as possible because i think we actually uh kind of neglected that in the past and um i know uh if I think you met Herb Bond for the first time. He was the original founder of the Lifestyle Show, which Adam and I eventually made into the Geek Down. So, yep. yeah, he's old school, man. He's working with a uh, with a uh, couple of uh, organizations uh, dealing with um, military gaming for military veterans. You know, um, uh, we got to check out a lot of 3D realm games and uh, environmentally um, uh, uh, immersive games uh, that are being uh, that are being uh, pushed to uh, soldiers helping them. Uh, well, some some help them cope with um, uh, reacclimating into civilian life after their tours. Some help them actually uh, work, I guess, um, more functionally when they are uh, away uh, away overseas or you know just in the middle of a tour themselves. You know, a lot of people think, well, we have charities that send games like Call of Duty to soldiers to help them, you know, shoot better. It's like, no, a lot of these things help folks who are dealing with PTSD. You know, uh, or, or just you know they're missing their families. You know, these are things that help them. Uh, uh, retain a semblance of uh, of normalcy of their uh, of their uh, life back home that they've left behind because they're out there defending our country, you know. And not just those. I mean, uh, dude, we got to see some games for oh the Mensa game. Uh, there's a game uh, that was actually they've won the award uh, two years in a row now, uh, presented by Mensa for. I'm trying to remember what the exact wording was the um, I guess most mentally functional or most educational. Uh, along that lines, I'm butchering that. Yep. But they give awards to games that really encourage people to think differently and solve puzzles in creative ways. And, like, they push that, and that was awesome. You know, things like that. Uh, I also got to try uh, most of the games from Tiny Build. We'll have a full rundown of this on the actual site, by the way, because I know yep. we're kind of breezing through here. But I just want to make sure I let you know, specifically, I saw one of your favorite games. You know, I, you know I love it. I know how much you love it, too. Party hard, my friend. Party oh, yeah. hard, oh Party man! Party hard from Tiny Build Games, the game where you yourself get to be the pixelated serial killer, and uh, and yeah. yeah, your neighbors keep you up uh, at night. So you decide the best course of action. Do you call the cops? No. Do you knock on the door and give a friendly message or leave a note? No. You uh, go out of your way to kill everybody in the house, and then everybody in the farm, and then everybody in the in the corresponding level, and it's 
awesome. Yep, and the the final ending to that game is you kill yourself because you just played through that game and oh, beat it and it. bored yourself to death. All right, I love the game. You know, you, <laughs> you, you, you on some level, I'm pretty sure you you dug the hell out of it. No. All right. There's well, nothing we'll, about that game that is interesting beyond the first 10, 15 minutes. Oh, jeez. You're hating. Hate, hate it. Right, I well, tried. I, I really did. 